0: This is a Steam Channel program on UCTV. Go full Steam ahead at uctv.tv/steam, where science, technology, engineering, arts, and math converge. Hi, I'm Shelley Kirth, and I'm here today with my colleague, Dr. Nicola Assisi with our next installment of "How to Stay
1: Sane in These Times of Unprecedented Parenting." Indeed, and Shelley and I are both working moms with teaching experience in elementary through high school, as well as college, uh, leading schools, coaching parents, coaching executives, and teaching yoga and mindfulness. And we thought we'd put all these things to good use in this time of the coronavirus quarantine to support parents, homeschooling parents like you, like us, to um, deal with the challenges that come up in these unprecedented times. So our goal for today is to help keep your learner thriving and to help keep you sane.
0: These days of quarantine have been tough for a lot of us. We're cooped up inside for a lot of the day with new responsibilities and full houses. And, you know, we're trying to find those moments of joy and the things to be appreciative and grateful for, but still often need to do things to keep us calm and keep us sane. And. I am excited to share with you two of my favorite parts of keeping a little sanity in my sometimes insane house through movement and presence, and really using intentional movement and mindful moments to keep my day going smooth and to keep me feeling centered and ready for the stresses that can impact my attitude and my well being. My favorite thing is the movement piece and the exercise piece. If your body feels better, then your mind feels better. Scientists have found that regular participation in aerobic exercise has been shown to decrease overall levels of tension, elevate and stabilize your moods, it improves your sleep, your self-esteem. It's important and you can get great results from just five minutes a day. You can get those anti-anxiety effects. I know it's not possible for everyone, and it's certainly not possible every day, but if you can get outside and take a walk, take a jog, take the kids on a bike ride, or pull the wagon around the block, even five minutes can have a a real impact on your mood. Um, But if you can't do that, you can do fun things in the house. We have jumping jack contests We set a timer for five minutes and try to do those jumping jacks. And I'll tell you, that is harder than it sounds. Um, Challenges, you can do volleyball, play volleyball with a balloon in the house, something to get some laughter happening, something to get some movement happening. It really will affect your attitude for the rest of the day. I am honored and lucky to get to be a yoga teacher and I use some yoga postures in my daily well-being. but that's intimidating for a lot of people. I'm going to tell you right now, you do not need to be a lifelong practitioner of yoga to get some of the amazing benefits of mindful movement. I'm going to teach you today uh, a posture that I think is so relaxing and so wonderful to regenerate my body and to make me feel better. And you can use it. It's, it's really friendly for the house and the kids like to do it too. I call it legs up the wall. And here's a picture of me doing it with my legs up the wall or you might wanna choose legs up the coffee table. I do it like this. Anything that you have and anything that your body says yes to, you have to do something, make sure it doesn't hurt, make sure it's good for you. But if you get yourselves with your legs elevated in that kind of a posture where your blood is rushing down, you're getting new blood into, parts of your body you haven't, and, and if you think about it, this is the inversion of what you do most of the day, sit and stand. So you're giving your body a break from that repetitive sit, stand, sit, stand. Um, even doing this a little bit, a little bit of time every day, um, or just when you're really feeling like you need it, it can change your attitude, it it gets that circulation of your blood, cleans out, um, cleans out all that stuff you need to clean out, and cleans out your mind. So using exercise to connect your body and your brain is so important and Nicole's gonna talk a little bit more about
1: it. Absolutely, yeah, thank you Shelly. You know, there's actually a really strong link between movement and learning. And so as you are, to the best of your ability, embracing homeschooling, distance learning, having your child at home, um, getting your kids moving is super important. Research shows that exercise um, actually stimulates some brain chemicals known as neuroepinephrine and dopamine, which energizes you, it elevates mood, but it also helps with memory and student learning. So there's some really strong research and a connection between movement and learning. And that research actually shows that movement, moving your bodies and activities should become as important, as important, as actual book work. So again, there's a lot of research there that the traditional sit and get format that students are getting in school actually isn't helping them connect their brain and their body in the best way. So you're kind of at the leading edge of research. And if you're interested in learning more about that, Eric Jensen has a great book that is called Teaching with the Brain in Mind. And specifically chapter four of his book is available through ACSA uh, online for free. And so read a little bit more about this brain and body connection. So knowing how important it is, how do you get your kid to move? one really simple thing that we do throughout the day is we roll the dice. Uh, And here's an image more specifically of what I mean by that. But my son will roll the dice and based on that, we choose a row and a column in this chart and we just move. So whether it is doing five jumping jacks or whether it is stretching or jumping over the line, these are really quick. Take less than a minute and just get that blood flowing. Remember, getting the blood flowing and getting that exercise releases the neuroepinephrine, the dopamine, it helps with mood, it helps um, stimulate and energize you, and it helps you with memory. So if you, like me, are finding moments of frustration educating your child and when you feel that tension, Um, We'll talk more next week how to deal with that from a communication standpoint and how to relieve some of that stress and like a parenting and interpersonal perspective. But get moving is usually a great first step. But there are things that you can do that are also a little bit longer. If you have an elementary age child and um, are not feeling very creative or inspired, I know often I'm not around movement. What we love to do at home is something called Go Noodle. Go Noodle is an online app that has different dance videos, uh, different jumping and running exercises, things that you can just do in your living room with your kid. My son loves it. And those videos are usually between three to five minutes and just enough to get that heart rate going up. If you want something more calming and are thinking about yoga, Cosmic Kids Yoga is a great yoga program that offers online yoga lessons for your kid. But what if you have an older kid? Rather than going to a default site, we encourage you to just sit down with them and figure out what do you like? What do you want to do? Have you thought about exploring martial arts? There are some great videos out there. Are you thinking about yoga? A friend of mine has two kids that just built a CrossFit area in their backyard. Really cool idea. My son actually started exploring something called capoeira, which is Brazilian martial arts. Lots and lots of stuff out there, but get creative, explore some different things. Most importantly, move that body and get those good hormones and that energy and those chemicals flowing through your body. My
0: teenagers have, we, we take turns building a workout and we're lucky enough to have a yard and they um, have done some really hard workouts for me. So today I can barely lift my coffee cup. So uh, my arms are very sore. Um, I, you know, I stress and I, and Nicole and I have talked a lot about this, this These tools are not meant to make you feel like one more thing that you have to do. We really want you to just know that it's out there. If you're feeling stressed or feeling like the days aren't going smoothly, that maybe some of these tools might be helpful. Being intentionally present and aware is sometimes called mindfulness. Mindfulness is the awareness that arises by paying attention on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. And that while it's easy to say, it's a lot harder to do. I think some of the, the things that really help me and are super easy and you'll think that doesn't feel very mindful, but it's the beginning of really having intentional mindful moments is think about your body and what feels stress, what feels like it's carrying the stress in your body today. I feel it often in my shoulders and in my jaws. And so when I'm, uh, when I'm, thinking about it, I might do some shoulder rolls or shoulder drops and fill my intention with relaxing those parts of my body that are feeling stress. My jaw, loosening up my jaw. I think about my tongue because sometimes I'll feel when my tongue is like really in in like full action. Um, How do you relax that? That's being really mindful and really intentional Something else I love to do, um, this really helps before I go to bed, uh, is I do a, what I call a full body scan and I go from head to toe and relax all the different parts of my body. Um, it's it's really simple to do. You just close your eyes and feel your breath moving through your body and pay attention to all of the different things that you're feeling. And I begin. I actually begin with my feet and I move my attention through all of those parts as slowly as I can paying attention to everything, relaxing as fully and completely as I can. And every time my attention wanders, I just notice that it's happening and then I gently and kindly direct my attention back to relaxing. Um, Neuroscience tells us that noticing the drifting attention and then returning our focus to wherever we want it over and over again is how we create the new pathways. So it's okay, your mind's doing its job when it, it, when it wanders, it's giving you something to think about and you're doing your job building that muscle of mindfulness to bring it back to the task at hand, to that attention. Mindfulness evokes that relaxation response that we were really looking for, which is the opposite of the body's fight, flight, or freeze response. It's shown to help with depression, with pain, with anxiety, and again, highlighting that idea that the brain and the body are connected. So when you hear the word mindfulness, you no longer have to feel like that's for somebody else. You can embrace that as something that you can do right here, right now, by focusing for one brief moment on where you feel that tension in your body and what you can breathe love into right now. Because right now, we're okay. We're here together.
1: Thanks, Shelly, it's really great advice. Um, And you might be saying, okay, okay, but I never get a quiet moment, my kids are always there, what do I do? And part of the trick is bringing your attention without judgment just to whatever you're doing in the moment. And I know Shelly mentioned this last week, but all of us are washing our hands a ton. Um, And why not during that moment, just be completely present as you're washing your hands. What does it feel like to have the soap in your hands? What is that texture? What does the water feel like on your hands? Is it cold? What is the temperature like? And that is something you can do with your kids. Just have them slow down and really just be in the moment. One of my favorite mindfulness practices or sort of presence building activities is to go for a walk with my son. And to pick one of the senses again, remember your senses their smell, sight, taste, touch, sound, and pick one of those, maybe it 's sound, maybe it 's sight, and for two to three minutes, just take notice of that one um, of that one sense, and what are you noticing? Are there flowers that you 're seeing for the first time? Uh, Is there something unique about the colors? Uh, If it's sound, you know, what does the wind sound like in the leaves? And what I found is that having that kind of quality of presence helps you to slow down a little bit and blocks out all of the other to-do lists. So if it's hard for you to be present and clear your mind, maybe try to focus your mind. Uh, You can do that same exercise when you're eating before you take that first bite, or maybe there's a sweet treat that you're giving your kid, Notice the texture first, before you ever put it in your mouth. What does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it feel like first in your mouth? And then once you bite it, is it crunchy? Is it gooey? Um, And just, Again, putting attention to one moment in time helps your mind from racing and can really help with anxiety and stress. It's really great for, um, for children as well, just to focus their attention. Now, if you want something a little bit more structured or you're looking for a guided meditation for kids, um, we talked about this earlier, but Cosmic Kids Yoga has a playlist of guided meditation. And we've actually provided you with a link in the comment section so that you can just click on that and I think there's you know, 10 or 15 of them to choose from and that'll walk you through a guided meditation if you want you and your child to do something a little bit longer. But one other thing to try is bringing your attention to the present moment in your daily communication. Next time you're in a meeting, chatting with a family member or to your child, focus your attention on listening. Just be completely present and just notice every single word. Your mind might start to wonder, as Shelly mentioned, but even bringing your mind back, having that full attention and presence in a conversation is really important. And the most important thing is to trust yourself and trust that when it's your turn to talk, you'll figure out what to come up with. But in the moment, just listen, because not only does it help you be present, but it also actually makes the other person feel heard and improves your quality of connection and conversation, which is actually something we'll talk about next week. Right, Shelley? Yeah. Uh, Next week, we're we're gonna talk about problem solving and
0: communicating effectively, um, which if your house looks like my house is a really good thing to focus on for a while. Um, We're so grateful that you're here with us today. Uh, I hope that you found some bits and pieces that will help your day go smoother and calmer. And remember, you're doing great. This is tough stuff. You've got this. And together, we're in this with you. So thank you so much and have a great week.